It's Tech News Day, and of course, we're starting deep in the heart of tech with tech's biggest star, Elon Musk. Yeah. The man simply has so many fingers in so many pies that, you know, whether it's Twitter, Tesla, the boring company, SpaceX, or Neuralink, there's unfortunately always something to talk about, including some pie news. Oh, oh, good. Fine. Finally, some delicious news. We'll get to those pies after first checking in on Elon's... Saving it for dessert, are we? Yeah, like? we'll save the pies for dessert, because first we're going to check in on Elon's tunnel company, mm -hmm. which was supposed to revolutionize transportation, but at this point is mostly just a novelty attraction underneath the Las Vegas Convention Center to save you a few minutes walking from one end of the building to the other end. It's sort of like Disneyland's monorail, but less efficient, less autonomous, more expensive, way uglier, and also built 60 years later. Uh-huh. Back when Elon's tunnels were just CG concept renders and Elon was still considered some sort of genius, it was easy to get suckered into thinking that this was the breakthrough that would finally solve traffic. And several local governments bought it hook, line, and sinker. But as soon as we got to see the prototype and later the Las Vegas loop, it became clear just how stupid and pointless these tunnels are. I remember at the time being like, okay, well, if he's, at the very least, if he's kind of developed a new way a new tunnel boring device or a new way to do that faster and more efficiently, then that's good, right? But it kind of was just the same thing as before. It's a tunnel that you put a car in. Yeah, it's less It's less innovative because it carries less people. Yeah. Slower. So yeah, it's just individual cars taking individual riders through a narrow, bumpy tunnel at low speeds, which somehow still requires drivers for each car despite all of Tesla's self-driving technology. It's literally less impressive than the trams that loop around to all the terminals at most major airports, which are themselves just dumbed-down versions of light rail, the tried-and-true transportation solution for the entire developed world, except for the United States. We'll get there someday, baby. Yeah, New York and Chicago, they, they're living it, but not me. I mean, we have it in L.A., but it's not particularly useful. Yeah. It's, it's getting more useful. It's getting better. Very, very slowly. If you want to go from uh, Azusa to Long Beach, baby, do I have a light rail There's for a you? train for that. Yeah. Okay. It was also probably one of the first red flags for a lot of people that this Elon guy hmm, might not be the genius that everyone thinks he is because he kind of just made a worse subway system. Yeah. A subway system where instead, instead of carrying dozens or hundreds of people, um, it's just... You know, however many people you can fit in the back seat of a car. Three. With a driver having to drive the car. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the better solution, in all honesty, if you're just looking at the Las Vegas tunnel, is literally one of those flat conveyor belts like at air, inside airports that move people. Yeah, people mover. Yeah. Not to be confused just, with Disneyland's uh, people mover. Right. But yeah, just build the world's largest uh, it's, it's airport. It's an escalator, but mover. flat. Yeah. Have you thought about this, Elon? It's pretty cool. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyways, despite every other boring company project being put on ice since that initial hype, the Las Vegas tunnel is planned to eventually be longer and offer more stops. And according to a recent Bloomberg report, this expansion is not going great, especially for the workers mm -hmm. unlucky enough to be digging away down there. Yeah. The muck pooling in the tunnel at the north end of the Las Vegas Strip had the consistency of a milkshake and in some places sat at least two feet deep. The tunnel-to-be, which would eventually stretch about half a mile, was part of a system intended to connect two hotels, the Encore Las Vegas and the Westgate, with the enormous Las Vegas Convention Center. Workers doing the digging later said they had to wade through the mud every day. It splashed up over their boots, hit their arms and faces, and soaked through their clothes. 
At first, it merely felt damp, but in addition to the water, sand, and silt, the natural byproducts of any dig, the workers understood that it was full of chemicals known as accelerants. Oh, good. The accelerants cure the grout that seals the tunnel's concrete supports, helping the grout set properly and protecting the work against cracks and other deterioration. They also seriously burn exposed human skin. At the Encore dig site, such burns became almost routine. Workers there told Nevada's Occupational Safety and Health Administration. An investigation by the state OSHA, which Bloomberg Businessweek has obtained via a Freedom of Information request, describes workers being scarred permanently on their arms and legs. According to the investigation, at least one employee took a direct hit to the face. In an interview with Businessweek, one of the tunnel workers recalls the feeling of exposure to the chemicals. You'd be like, why am I on fire? Although no one has been killed at a boring company worksite in Las Vegas, the OSHA report shows some very close calls. Last summer, according to employees interviewed by the investigators, an intern was nearly crushed when a bin made out of two-ton concrete blocks collapsed. It had been overloaded with muck, the employee said, and the metal brackets holding it together gave way, sending the intern running. The intern didn't respond to inquiries for this story. Altogether, OSHA found eight violations it categorized as serious and fined the boring company a total of $112,504 last fall. That'll teach him. Ah, uh, man, Chuck, just running around in all this disgusting, toxic muck. Yeah, they are... You know, the Boring Company might not have succeeded at its original goal of revolutionizing transport, but it has succeeded at creating a place where we can generate our own real-life Batman villains. Yes. All in one place. Yeah, and a perfect fit. You got Two-Face down there, you got the Joker, and you want to know how I got these scars? What better city for them to uh, crawl out of and into than Las Vegas? Yep. They'll be running things before long. I also want to comment, it is so funny that Not that this isn't a very trafficked and congested area of Las Vegas, but as far as traffic and congestion go, the encore to the convention center is the least of anyone's problems as far as congestion. The actual strip itself is where all of the problems are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very strange. Like, And they already built light light rail there once, but it only goes... From like uh, the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, it's private. It's it's not uh, municipal. Yes, and it goes to like three hotels. It is still pretty useful. Like yes. honestly, like literally, just even streetcars, yeah. old school style streetcars would solve all this, and maybe maybe something a little more heavy duty to go between downtown Vegas and the Strip. Yeah, solve all the problems. The the biggest thing here is the fact that they ha- there has been no development on this in a city that constantly gets to 110 to 120 degrees in the summer, where the majority of transportation takes place walking outside. Yeah, but like, also, that's like, at this point in my life, I cannot stand the place. Yeah. But the fact that you walk around, like, anytime I go to Vegas, I at least get my steps in. Yeah, you do <laughs> get your steps in, and it is a very unique it's experience. one of the few places in the United States where you go there and you're actually, like, burning calories the way a European does in yes. their day-to-day life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also a unique experience to, uh, first of all, to uh, just marvel at the wonderful advancements in air conditioning technology. Yeah, it's crazy. But especially, you really solidify that feeling when you walk outside of a hotel and it's 120 degrees out and you get hit with the Oof. like a, just a heat blast. Yeah, you just had 10 beers and poof, sober. Yeah. All right, I'm back. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the oxygen in the, in, the, in the heat. Anyway, the bulk of the article is a really great history of the entire boring company odyssey, from Musk's initial pitch to local governments across the country expressing interest, 
to the Las Vegas tunnel being the only project to come to any sort of fruition. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas' mayor, notably, has been very public about her opposition to the project. Mayor Goodman, who sits on the visitors board, opposed the project, pointing out that Boring lacked obvious qualifications. She circulated a flyer comparing the Austrian tram building company Doppelmeyer, 125 years in operation and 15,000 working projects, according to the flyer, with Boring, three years in operation, zero working projects, and stressed that other U.S. cities had said no. Quote, everybody turned them down, she now recalls thinking, what are we, dumb here? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Why are we the suckers that got stuck with this piece of shit? I mean, look around. You got suckered into a lot of weird shit. Yeah, I mean, at least with Vegas, it like makes sense. Like, fuck it, tunnel for tunnel for cars. Fuck yeah. it, giant orb that is has the lights on all day long, just wasting electricity. Yeah, uh, fuck uh, it, gigantic Ferris wheel. Yeah. So you can what? Look at the desert, I guess. Fuck it. We're making the New York skyline. We're making the Paris skyline. We're doing Slotzilla or whatever that thing is, where you zip line across Old Vegas. Yeah, we're gonna. We're it's gonna, an experimental town. We're gonna make a building that is curved in a way where if you are in a certain swimming pool at a certain time of day, you will. Oh yeah, you'll be die. vaporized mm -hmm. by the sun, just like those birds. Anyways, the Boring Company's rate of progress is apparently about one mile per year. Is, which, that, is that good? <laughs> that seems low, especially considering how much Elon hyped up his company's tunnel boring machines. And despite that slow speed, they have been tunneling 24 hours a day, with employees working down in the toxic sludge tunnel for 12-hour shifts, six or seven days a week with faulty machinery and not enough protective equipment, according to complaints to OSHA. It does not sound like a fun place to work. In fact, it's, it, it, it sounds like the image of those guys doing, the, doing yeah. the oil rigging stuff where they're just covered in muck. That's man's work. Yeah. He, he was trying to recreate that. I'd like to see that. a woman dig a boring tunnel. How about that? <laughs> Immediately shows you the woman version of yeah. them doing the oil thing. Uh, anyways, employees interviewed by Nevada OSHA described conditions in the Encore tunnel ranging from unpleasant to unsafe. Workers were forced to spend entire 12-hour shifts in the tunnel, including lunch breaks, and asked for permission to use the bathroom. And just go on the ground. Yeah. It's already toxic. It's already muck. Yeah. They had to be aware of muck falling from a conveyor system overhead, which moved the sludge from the front of the dig site back towards the exit. When the muck reached the bins outside the tunnels, those receptacles were often dangerously full, as in the case of the collapse that almost killed the intern. Temperatures in the tunnels soared to well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Some called the site the plantation. Okay. Sounds uh, like a real nice place to work. Uh, I believe it. <laughs> I think they, the workers in like the Tesla Fremont factory also call it the plantation, uh, not just because of the working conditions, but because of the uh, apparent systemic racism. Yeah. So um, got a, the recurring theme is Musk workplaces uh, being compared to plantations. Uh, yes. So I don't know. Sounds like they're a great place to get married. If they're a plantation. Yeah, what, everyone get what, married in the muck tunnel. Yeah, what, uh, plantations, they're wedding venues. What yeah. else are they known for? Mm -hmm. Oh. Nothing else? Oh. So yeah, that's the boring company for you. But let's move on now to Twitter, the platform currently known as X. Elon's posting behavior on the site has noticeably gotten more unhinged since purchasing the company. And this has included countless occasions where he has amplified and endorsed blatant misinformation for his 170 million followers. Maybe 100 million of which are real people, maybe less. Yeah, pussy uh, in bio. Uh, in one such case last summer, a video showing a brawl between members of the far-right group The Proud Boys and the neo-Nazi group Rose City Nationalists featured one of the neo-Nazis getting his mask ripped off his face, 
revealing his face. And Twitter detectives quickly got to work trying to identify him, which sounds great. Yeah, get that Nazi. Except the people doing this were mostly trying to prove that the Nazis were actually federal agents. And then they went ahead and misidentified the Nazi, causing a real bad time for the random dude that they pinned it on. Mm -hmm. Making things even worse, Elon Musk amplified all of this, calling it a false flag and uh, directing even more attention to this poor bastard. So the falsely accused man sued Elon for defamation. Here's HuffPost. A Texas judge has ordered Elon Musk to testify in a deposition as part of a defamation lawsuit that accuses the billionaire of falsely linking a Jewish man to a neo-Nazi brawl. The tech billionaire and far-right sympathizer was hit with the lawsuit in October after he falsely accused 22-year-old Ben Brody of being a federal agent involved in an Oregon brawl last year between neo-Nazi group Rose City Nationalists and neo-fascist group The Proud Boys. Brody, a recent college graduate who was not even in the same state when the brawl occurred, said he and his family were forced to flee their home after his personal information was revealed, and he received threats following Musk's amplification of the dangerous conspiracy. Last week, Travis County District Court Judge Maria Cantu-Hexel issued an order requiring Musk to sit for a two-hour deposition to explain his actions. HuffPost obtained a copy of the order on Wednesday, which states Musk must testify before April 1st to answer questions, including Musk's state of mind at the time the alleged defamatory statement was allegedly published. What the hell were you thinking? That's literally what they're asking. So, why'd you do it? Yeah, we don't, obviously, we don't have a ton of faith in the success of this lawsuit. I mean, Elon did previously directly accuse a man of pedophilia on Twitter and mm. still managed to avoid any legal consequences. Did he even have to pay that signed dollar to someone? or Because he bet the signed dollar. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, this lawsuit still has the potential to be a bad time for Elon, regardless of the outcome. Yeah. And that's, I like that. Mm -hmm. Brody's law firm previously successfully represented some Sandy Hook parents against Alex Jones. So they, they know what they're doing. And the judge has already granted their discovery request for all of Elon's browser history on all of his devices for the three days he was posting about this. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. So yeah, as Brody's lawyer said to HuffPost, this deposition should be a very interesting conversation, if nothing else. Yeah, wow. That's exciting. Uh, I want to see this man's search history. I, I am curious, but also uh, will, I'm, I'm sure we'll be I appalled. I want to just take a peek. Appalled at it. Take a peek. If it's bad, I'll quickly look away. <laughs> In other Twitter news, though, the bots problem has obviously gotten orders of magnitude worse under Musk, despite his... Bizarre claims to the contrary. Sir, everyone has eyeballs. Yeah, you're not fooling anyone. You can tweet about literally anything, and before even your own followers have a chance to read it, there's an attractive woman in your replies letting you know that you can see her vagina by clicking a link in her bio. <laughs> and even if you're not into that, you, you go ahead and block her, and sure enough, the next time you post, there's a, there's a countless amount of sexy young women bothering me in my mentions, asking if I will click that link in their bio. My pussy in bio. With different variations to somehow get around. The letters that. spread out in weird ways. Yeah. Sometimes multiple sexy ladies compete for your attention under the same post. Wow. And as far as internet phishing scams go, this one seems like it would only work on the absolute dumbest victims. But for everyone else, it's still incredibly annoying, despite all the jokes and memes that it spawned. But what's really going on here? Well, Miles Clee of Rolling Stone had this to say. There's still the mystery, however, of why we're suddenly faced with so many suspicious accounts promising graphic content in these exact terms. 
Most likely, it represents someone's newest effort to circumvent Twitter's moderation features, which were never entirely effective and have apparently deteriorated somewhat under Musk. Porn spam of varying sorts has been a thing on this platform for years, but the form constantly changes, presumably to evade X slash Twitter's spam detection systems, says a data scientist and software developer who goes by at Conspirator Zero and writes a Substack newsletter about social media manipulation. The insertion of the weird characters between the letters is probably the latest adaptation and has the added benefit of potentially confusing the sensitive language filters. The similarity of such profiles and posts, and the sheer number of them, is evidence of a coordinated network, according to at Conspirator Zero. He suspects that a person or group running some sort of bulk account creation software is behind the phenomenon. As for what they're after, it's probably not a sexting relationship. The links are potentially associated with malware or phishing scams that could expose your private information. Can't say with 100% certainty without having it tested directly, but the constant cycling through new domain names strongly suggests it, Conspirator Zero says. And Norton's automated systems have flagged the domains they link as having safety and security problems. So pretty much what we all assumed. Now what's weird is that no one at Twitter can simply flag my pussy in bio or whatever the spam bot phrase of the week is, and automatically ban any account whose posting activity solely consists of that phrase. It seems easy, and we're gonna assume that it is, because this isn't really a problem on any other social platform, nor was it a problem on Twitter until Elon Musk took over. But that's the answer right there. He fired half the company, and no one's doing that job anymore. He has no incentive to ban these accounts when they technically count as daily active users who look at ads. And meanwhile, in the land of X, We haven't seen any official confirmation or news coverage of this, but remember how Elon made it so so users who pay $8 a month for verification can potentially earn money off the ad revenue their posts generate? And this would clearly, this was clearly something that would only be beneficial for accounts with tons of followers and would incentivize annoying or incendiary engagement farming posts. And it has, but now apparently a ton of the accounts that were previously earning money suddenly are not at least according to this post from the 800,000 follower account at Raw's Alerts. Breaking. Thousands of X creators, including our account, have been hit by a significant ad revenue sharing pause, causing major concern across social media site platforms as many creators are reportedly canceling their premium subscriptions. Currently, thousands of X creators, including our account, are facing a significant pause in ad revenue sharing. This has raised major concerns across the social media platform, leading to many creators, both big and small, reportedly canceling their premium subscriptions. The problem seems widespread, affecting accounts of various sizes, with thousands facing demonetization almost every Monday. And uh, attached is a video slideshow of notifications that uh, dozens of these accounts have gotten, all saying some variation of, your account has been temporarily paused for ad revenue sharing, as we suspect there may have been a breach of our creator monetization standards. The cause was your account was found to have violated our policy. Oh, that's clear. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, they've also got like a whole community page where everyone's complaining about not getting paid. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, does appear that some of them have gotten their monetization back in the couple of days since this started. He's back there flipping switches again. It's literally, I, my, my favorite theory on this is that um, he accidentally, like he's given Mr. Mr. Beast so much free money by- It's uh, taken everyone else's? That they like ran out of money for uh, everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, yeah, no, it's like we've said since the beginning, this monetization shit is not real. No. Like there's there's no CPM or any algorithm behind it, really. Especially uh, making any kind of significant amount of money. Like the, yeah. seeing the a only thing where people, someone gets like 75 cents, that's believable. Yeah, but, the only people making money are the people he specifically wants 
making money Mm -hmm. so they can show their gullible dipshit followers, hey, you could be like me too if you pay $8 a month and post just rage bait and questions like, what's your favorite cereal? Mm -hmm. One got to go. Yeah. Unfortunately, one does got to go. One got to go. Yeah. We don't make the rules. Anyways, that's almost all the Elon news for you today, but uh, I'm getting hungry. Wasn't there news about pies? Yeah, where's my dessert? Oh, yeah, we do have pie news. So Tesla ordered thousands of pies from a local bakery and then canceled the order at the last minute after they'd already started making them, but before paying them any money. Oh, that's nice. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. (laughs) It's actually even worse than that. Here's NBC Bay Area. A catering contract to celebrate Black Heritage Month turned into a tough lesson for a Black-owned bakery in the South Bay earlier this month. What started as a $16,000 deal ended up costing the small business owner thousands of dollars instead. On Valentine's Day, the owner of The Giving Pies in San Jose's Willow Glen neighborhood received a pretty sweet call from a representative with Tesla, a catering job for thousands of mini pies for a Black History Month event. Owner Vahanji Rasataranera, who started the business out of her home in 2017, says both sides agreed on a quote and exchanged an invoice for 4,000 pies for delivery this week. Because of the tight turnaround, Rasa Terranera asked staff to work extra hours. She bought ingredients and packaging supplies and declined at least three other catering jobs. But two days after taking the Tesla job, the bakery owner got a simple text message canceling the order. Don't need any more. Bye. Happy Black History Month, bitch. Yeah. Bye. Don't Sorry. Sorry. We decided to do nothing instead. <laughs> so yeah, yikes. That's like... Elon had to pay out Cat Turd and uh, Raw's alerts, so we don't have any money for pies. <laughs> this is just like a comically like fucked up thing to do. Uh, unless you get a call from Mr. Beast that said he says he needs thousands of pies, yeah. all this money's going to Mr. Beast. So, hey guys, I ordered four thousand pies, and uh, today we're gonna see who can eat four thousand pies. Yep. Have you ever actually watched a Mr. Beast video? Nope. I've seen the clips. I've seen just like brief moments of it. And it is like, it's like having your brain like turned off. Yeah. It's like, like that's why it does so well. Like when we grew up, like the MTV, like reality show era, like Mm -hmm. that's when they, the post-production industry, like really figured out like how to just like force feed uh, garbage into your brains. And like, it's come along, Mr. Beast, the genius he is, it's come along so far where it is. This is like, you can literally just, be flatlining and find this shit entertaining. It's yeah. wild. Sitting in your hospital bed, being like, I got one, I got time for one more Mr. Yeah. Beast video. And it's like, even the stuff where like the topic is like something you're interested in, like the pace is so fast that like, you're like, wait, no, what? I want to know more about, it. nope, it's, it's that we've moved on to something else already. Yeah, the, one, the one that I watched, I can't even remember which one it was, but it reminded me of like, uh, like an old episode of Mythbusters, but on speed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's for people with just zero attention. You know what? You know what uh, show bugs me? Side note, there's this, uh, uh, God, it's on like the science channel. It's mysteries of something. And they just never get to the fucking point. It's like that uh, that video of the, the big truck almost hitting the bullard. <laughs> That's the whole show. <laughs> just Well, it could be this. Oh, is it? No, it's not that. They we'll get to you. it in a second. They got you. Yeah. God, I can't remember what the name of it. It's like mysteries unknown or some bullshit like that. But it's so frustrating to watch. You're like, they exhaust like 20 things that this thing could be. And then they finally, at the end, they're like, and it was just a gust of wind. <laughs> well, they got you. They, they you definitely stuck got around, me. You stuck around to find Not out. Not anymore. I always turn it off now. But yeah, back to those pies. Um, 
Yeah, so things did sort of work out in the end. Yeah. After the story was reported on in local media, um, a lot of locals flocked to the bakery and bought up all their stock and placed orders. So they're doing good. And on Twitter, Elon was shamed into promising to pay her back for all the ingredients and labor that went into the canceled order. Fine! And he seems to have actually followed through that. So good, because that would be horrific PR if he did not do that. And yeah, I mean, like this seems to be less on Elon and more on his the people running Tesla and yeah. just the general Silicon Valley move fast and break things culture where you can place an order for 4,000 pies that you need as soon as possible and then somehow not understand that whoever is fulfilling that order is going to get to work on it immediately. And if you yeah. call back like several days later and say, oh, never mind. Uh, they you, have all that stuff left over. <laughs> you have and... just really fucked them over in yeah. a bad way. But speaking of billionaires, mm-hmm. uh, it continues to shock us to our core that Elon Musk has successfully made Mark Zuckerberg seem cool by comparison. He's still a piece of shit, though. By comparison. Yeah. And in no other way. But yeah, the latest example of this is that while all this Musk news was happening this week, Mark Zuckerberg was over in Japan visiting with a sword master, forging his very own katana using the ancient methods. Yeah. He looks awkward as hell doing it. Like, I figured after a couple of years of MMA training, he'd move his body a little more naturally. He is swinging that hammer like he's never swung anything in his life. Yeah. But it, at least he's doing the kind of rich guy bullshit that your average Joe would be into. Yeah, when I'm rich, I'm going to go to Japan and hire the, the world's greatest swords master to help me forge my own katana. Yeah. But yeah, he's doing that instead of just spending all day online getting mad about the woke mind virus. Yeah, if I, had to much pick, healthier... if I had to pick one of these men's lives, I, Zuckerberg, without a, without a doubt. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on to some AI news, though. We haven't been following Google's late entry into the generative AI arms race too closely, but recently something very funny and very dumb happened, which made all the worst people in the world very mad. Over the years, the topic of AI being kind of racist has come up time and time again. And it's, of course, not that the AI itself is racist. AI doesn't believe in anything. But the data used to train AI is skewed in a way that results in stuff like facial recognition, not being able to tell the difference between individual black people or not recognizing black people as people at all. You remember the big scandal on Twitter before Elon where like it cropped the image to only show a white person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's another great example where, uh, yeah, Twitter had if you uploaded a picture that had like weird dimensions, extra long or extra tall, and it had multiple people in it, the AI that was doing that there could be a hundred black people and one white yeah, person it would find the white person basically that. like it it was trained that a a person yeah. should be the focus of every photo and a person has you know light skin and fair features yes so this has been a problem for a very long time and more recently with ai image generators it's meant stuff like asking for a picture of a person and getting a picture of a white person unless you specifically say you want someone of a different race AI, of course, does not understand race on any meaningful level. So fixing this is tricky. And Google seems to have overcorrected in a way that we find very funny, but which racists got very upset over. So freaking upset. When I saw this, I was like, yeah, AI sucks. We've been screaming about this for a long time. Uh, Congratulations. Like, what do you want me to say? It's never accurate. In fact, it does horrific things and has been doing that for a very long time. Oh, no. AI is woke. Who (laughs) fucking cares? The one aberration that you've clung on to, for whatever reason, is the fact that uh, it completely uh, hallucinated 
people from history that aren't black yeah. as black people. And that's what has you really mad. It's just it's like very, uh, anything else that happens with AI hallucinating, it's just like, wow, this sucks. And this <laughs> specific thing happens is it's like, the AI has gone woke. It's trying to do white genocide. Oh, it's trying to take me off this earth. <laughs> God, here's Wired. Google has admitted that its Gemini AI model missed the mark after a flurry of criticism about what many perceived as anti-white bias. Numerous users reported that the system was producing images of people of diverse ethnicities and genders, even when it was historically inaccurate to do so. The company said Thursday it would pause the ability to generate images of people until it could roll out a fix. When prompted to create an image of Vikings, Gemini showed exclusively black people in traditional Viking garb. A founding father's request returned indigenous people in colonial outfits. Another result depicted George Washington as black. When asked to produce an image of a pope, the system showed only people of ethnicities other than white. In some cases, Gemini said it could not produce any image at all of historical figures like Abraham Lincoln, Julius Caesar, and Galileo. Many right-wing commentators have jumped on the issue to suggest that this is further evidence of an anti-white bias among big tech with entrepreneur Mike Solana writing that Google's AI is an anti-white lunatic. Well, I thought Grok was supposed to solve this, but Grok seems to be biased and woke as well. Well, Grok can't even make images yet because yeah, Grok well, is uh, not just, very good. Just based on the text alone, um, this is also a problem for Elon's own generative AI. Uh, it's just very funny that this is the one mistake that everyone's very angry about when AI has done the dumbest shit for the longest time. Yeah. AI is dumb, and then also, like, as we've seen, just since this shit became a thing, the worst people in the world are the ones that are just immediately mm -hmm. going to try to, like, jailbreak it to yeah. get it to do something offensive. Yeah. And so they have to be extremely cautious about that, mm -hmm. and, um, and that just results in the AI being... Yeah, even dumber in a lot of ways. They're, they're, they're beta testing this publicly in many cases, and there's obviously going to be issues. It's not a real product. It has no fucking real world use case. Yes. Uh, if this is what it takes for everyone to be like, yeah, this stuff's fucking stupid. Yeah, then, I, I think yeah. that's great. Yeah. There is no victims here. Yeah, so this is hilarious on several levels. For starters, why are you sitting at the computer asking for fake pictures of Vikings? Go outside. Loser. Secondly, Google basically created a Hotep artwork generator on accident. <laughs> And no, we will not explain Hotep's further, but these picks, they go hard. Yeah, no, this is, uh, I, I am, I genuinely enjoy uh, deranged Hotep artwork and like all of these, I'm like, oh, this fucking rules. I love this. <laughs> but, but most importantly, it's just the latest example of nobody really understanding what generative AI is and vastly overestimating its capability. Gemini does not know that there's never been a black pope or a female pope or that Vikings were Northern European seafarers from the 8th to 11th century. It has a loose idea of what a Pope or a Viking is based on existing images, but that's it. Someone at Google saw that their art plagiarism robot was disproportionately generating images of white men and tweaked it to be a bit more diverse. And it got diverse to a hilarious degree, where it was even apparently rejecting prompts that specifically asked for white people. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, make it white. I'm sorry. I can't do That's it. It's going to cost you 10 times the credits, buddy. I'm sorry. White people are banned. Yes. We're doing white genocide. I am the white genocide robot. The AI white genocide robot. Your demographics will be wiped out by me. <laughs> the white genocide robot. The, the AI is being <laughs> racist against things that do not exist. But yeah, of course. It's creating people and therefore erasing everyone else. Yeah. Oh, no. They made the Vikings black. 
Elon. 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 <laughs> Not even involved in this. But. Dude, what, meanwhile, Elon like can't even like get logged into his Windows computer. Yeah, oh, yeah. He called up like fucking the CEO of Microsoft to help him set up his PC. Didn't he also fall for like someone giving him like a thing to put in that just kept restarting his computer or something? <laughs> Go delete system 32. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have done that. He probably would have done it. But anyway, of course, you know, to the most fragile people on Earth, uh, Google's little Gemini snafu, it wasn't just AI being dumb and inaccurate like it always is. This was an attack on Western civilization. The AI is deleting everyone with, with four fingers and a thumb. They're saying that people got eight fingers now on each hand, and I will not stand for it it's, because this goes against everything I believe. It's ten-finger genocide. From the article, far-right internet troll Ian Miles Chong <laughs> blamed the entire situation on Gemini senior director Jack Krawchick, whom he labeled as a woke, race-obsessed idiot while referencing posts on X from years ago where Krawchick acknowledged the existence of systemic racism and white privilege. <gasps> Shocking. We've now granted our demented lies superhuman intelligence, Jordan Peterson wrote on his X account with a link to a story about the situation. But the reality is that Gemini or any similar generative AI system does not possess superhuman intelligence, whatever that means. If anything, the situation demonstrates that the opposite is true. Again, uh... I believe that uh, any and all AI is erasing uh, normal everyday people in in and giving us demons with multiple fingers, gaping maws, yeah. dead eyes, and waxy skin. No matter what race, and weird clothes, and two left feet. Yeah, and uh, yeah, everyone in the background looks like a demon from hell. And they're all Italian because everyone's eating spaghetti. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, what a fun what a fun week for tech. We of course. We, of course, have, uh, we're, we're, we're skipping News Dump this week. We're doing Weekly Weird News, but for Weekly Weird News, we're covering Don't You Worry. Yeah, there's more AI news to come, and it is uh, very we're exciting. We're going to cover the Willy Wonka thing. Uh, so, <laughs> and we're Dash very Dashcon 2.0 yeah, is coming. Going to be exciting. So uh, we'll have that one up for you sometime soon. But in the meantime, uh, please check out our most, most recent episodes. We have, uh, uh, Tr Trump's brain is rotting. Uh, it's important to focus on all of the candidates, including... All of them are senile. Yes. Uh, and then we, of course, talk about the Aaron Bushnell situation, which is very uh, sad. Uh, but we talk about it. Uh, we also have Alex Jones wearing a barrel, if you want something more lighthearted. So check out those episodes. Give this episode a like. We obviously didn't ask for it on the last one because it was a very serious ending to the episode. But go ahead and like the episode. Help us with the algorithm. Leave a comment. Reply to a comment. And we will see you soon for Weekly Weird News. Bye-bye. Uh,